0: Hi, I'm Rob Wolf, Director of Communications at the Center for Court Innovation. During a visit to the Caulville Tribes in Washington State, I had a chance to interview a number of different people about peacemaking, which is a traditional Native American approach to justice. In an earlier podcast, I spoke with two elders and a client about their experiences with peacemaking. And in this podcast, I talk with Anna Frances Jack, who coordinates the program. One of the first things we talked about was the building we were sitting in, which allowed Anna to talk a bit about her tribe's history. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me. Yes, of course. Why don't you say where we are? Actually?
1: We are at the Nespers Longhouse, which is one of the very last um, living legend of, of the Nespers that went to war. And we were exiled here as, pri- my, my, fa- my forefathers were exiled here as prisoners of war. And, and
0: approximately when was that?
1: Late 1800s. Uh-huh, okay. So some of the tribes refused to talk to us because, uh, well, refused to talk to my forefathers because they have blood on their hands. Because some of the tribes here on the Colville Reservation never went to war. That's one of the intergenerational family traumas that still goes on today.
0: And this was a war against the, the whites, against the, U- uh, the government? Yes,
1: yes. But... Because of who the Chief Joseph Band and Espers were when they came here, they weren't quite welcome. Mm. So at one point in time, I called myself an Indian without a country because, you know, I, we are we are still here despite all the odds. This is the only longhouse on the Culver reservation that practices tradition we chose our religion we chose our uh, language well not me personally but my family my forefathers my ancestors and the ones that came before me it's what i was born into
0: why don't you tell me how did your program get off the ground you found some peacemakers and you trained them you trained each other
1: they gave me a resolution It, it authorized the the creation of the peacemaking circle program and a list of elders.
0: And this was from the tribal council?
1: Yes. So I, I began from there, and I did I did a mail-out, of course. I've got, I managed to get, like, 15 people to, to inquire. We started having meetings. I went off to Green Bay to the traditional peacemaking, and I, I went to one of Filmer Blue House's um, presentations there. And then I came back and then I started putting together information and um, sharing it with the elders. And then they would come and they would give me things. And so everybody was doing research on peacemaking.
0: And trying to look at traditions, the traditional uh, way of of resolving conflict and dealing with criminal behavior or misbehavior.
1: But first we had to figure out exactly what peacemaking was. Right. And then they could relate it back to their different tribes within this specific Colville Reservation, since we're a confederation, we have 12 tribes. And as I explained earlier, it's the prayer, it's the smudging, it's the talking healing circle, and it's the elders coming together, you know, with the best needs of the client in mind at all times, trying to make them feel welcome, trying to make them feel equal trying to make them feel at ease, Mm -hmm. trying to make them trust. They have to search within themselves to find that place that they can say, okay, I did this, I can be responsible, I can stand up and I can tell the elders, yes, I did this, yes, I was wrong. And maybe initially they just might mouth it, but somewhere later on down the line they actually start conveying it. it. It's not just words anymore.
0: So, um, just just to be clear, what you had said before and what you just reiterated was that it starts, there's a prayer involved, and then there's the ceremony, the smudge ceremony, if someone wants to do that, and there's a talking piece, yes, which can be handed around, and whoever holds the talking piece then speaks. Yes. So, what are some, what are the typical issues or offenses that are brought to a peacemaking circle?
1: Peacemaking was originally formed to handle juvenile cases, but we don't have an active juvenile code but the peacemaker was still created so don't ask me why
0: but you do work with juveniles so so where do they come from or do you not work with
1: no we we work with young adults our very first case was a juvenile just just turning 18 so you could call it a cusp when he when he committed the offense he was a juvenile but when he finally made it to court he was 18 years old. He had four offenses against him. that involved a, uh, a person that found themselves with three other people where they entered a house and eventually shot off a gun, which had three or four um, adults and also some minors in the home.
0: But I know you've also spoken about dealing with serious assaults.
1: Yes, a majority of our cases now are domestic violence and the last two that we had they referred both the man and the woman because it takes two to heal over this very serious offense it doesn't it goes against how we want to look at a person holistically we want to heal them inside out but it needs to be both the man and the woman because the offense was against one another
0: is there a protocol for how long a session lasts or how many sessions you have or is that something fluid that is d- decided upon case by case?
1: It takes its own life. It depends on where the person is at in their personal life. Some of them are really into alcohol and uh, you know the dysfunction in the home. Others uh, have already been working on themselves and have only seen us four times, and they're on with their life. Others have. Uh, have I know one client who has been with us going on ten months now. His attorney wrote me a letter of saying that he had known this boy turned into a man for over two decades, representing him in the court. He said, I'd like to really thank you for what it is that you and the elders do, because I haven't seen or heard from him since he joined Peacemaking. So, so he's been staying out of trouble, he's in been other staying words. staying out of trouble. So
0: it's a very intimate process, isn't it? People, it is. I mean, what I've learned today is, you know, among the things that peacemakers do, they'll relate their own stories about their own, perhaps, troubled yes. pasts or conflicts in the past to offer instruction or um, to offer some kind of model to the, to the client. I guess, I guess
1: to mirror. Mirror. We, we mirror back what we've gone through. To, And a lot of them realize that they're mm-hmm. not in this on their own.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's somebody that cares for you. There's somebody that prays for you. There's somebody that's there for you. There's somebody there that can listen. There's somebody there that will pick you up once you fall. If you fall down and if you do, do your... Drugs or do your alcohol? Pick yourself back up because we've all been there. We've all well, majority of us. Some of us had never. I'm, you know, but um, it's each and every elder that had, like Matthew was saying, it's each and every elder that offers their little piece of information that makes it so much more full. Right. That you know, the little pieces all together make a much more impact on the client and we're not there to preach we're not there to condemn we're not there to judge which is their biggest fear I consider each one of them a success when they walk through that door because they've overcome all their fears and all their self-judgment all their put-downs in their head and all their old tapes and they say I'm going to try it anyway
0: That's the voice of Ray Deal, who is a peacemaker with the Navajo Nation, who was with us on the Colville Reservation. Towards the end of our conversation, I asked Anna about the first peacemaking case, the one she'd mentioned earlier about the 18-year-old charged for being with a group that had discharged a gun in a home. She said he dropped out of peacemaking, but then returned a while later, ready to serve both the jail sentence imposed by the court and to participate again with his group of elders in peacemaking.
1: And he tells me, I want to go back through peacemaking. I told him, well... You can't ask me. He said, why not? I said, because it's the elders you have to ask forgiveness for. I said, because they were there for you, and be- but I didn't tell him. I had already asked him, and that's what they told me to ask him. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: good. Right. And so is he Is he in now? Is he yes, bad? he's
1: in now, and, and he's about ready to graduate. He's taking care of everything now, and he's getting married. His his uh, his significant others coming to his sessions, and she was even sitting in my office uh, Tuesday. It seems like she said he was in jail, doing his time.
0: Oh, doing time that he had owed previously. Yeah. So he's, so he's, he's taking care, up care of
1: him. his business
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and
1: and clearing his path, which is what we asked him to do. You need to clear your path if you're going to be starting on a road with. A significant other and you're getting married it needs to be clear and he's also the one that asked one of the elders to sweat with him because he, he wanted to have that as part of his healing
0: and the sweat is another is a religious to go into ceremony. the sweat,
1: house, the sweat and, house and pray and ceremony and ritual and 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 do all the things no. that are significant and, and they did they did it and I think his um uh, He's going to be a future peacemaker because Matthew's always telling everybody, you know, when you come into peacemaking, after you graduate here, you're, you're a peacemaker.
0: So you don't have to be an elder per se. No. You don't have to be an, an older, no. uh, long standing member no. of the community. You can be a young person. That yes. makes you an elder as well. Yes, it uh, does. As, or it makes you a peacemaker, I mean. I think I uh, will have to conclude with that a happy note that I've been speaking with Anna Francis Jack, who is the coordinator of the peacemaking program for the Confederated Tribes of Colville. Yes. So I'm Rob Wolf, Director of Communications at the Center for Court Innovation. To find out more about peacemaking and the Center for Court Innovation, please visit our website at www.courtinnovation.org. And you can also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. So thanks very much and thanks for listening.
1: Yo hey, yo Hey, 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 hey,